welcome to this week's pod. You are on the Pick One on a podcast. My name is Jake Mitchell. I am here with Corey Ross. Hey, Stanko. How are you, mate? I'm great, mate. You're back? Yeah, I'm back. Not not dying from COVID. So You're not I'm dying from COVID? No. That's a huge Thank positive. God. The other boys, they are. So they're not here. Yeah. It's, it's back to the two-horse team. Yeah. Um, that's all right. <coughs> no, it's pretty good. We don't, we you just boys. said you don't have COVID. Now oh, coughing. well, you know. There's a lingering, lingering <laughs> COVID. It's all good. Uh, this week on the pod, we're going to go over the UFC, the upcoming yep. UFC card. Um, there has been a withdrawal. Um, the Aussie's not fighting, then we'll go over that. Um, but it's still a great card. Yeah. Um, NBA, mainly going to look at the injuries. That There's been a few in the last key week, injuries, yeah. uh, which are really going to shock some stuff up and it changed the tactics of a yeah. few teams. Um, and then we're going to go, we'll go boxing, we'll look at Timmy Zoo's upcoming fight. Yep. And we'll look at the NRL. Yep. Absolutely. Sound like a good pod? Sounds like a good pod, mate. Episode 18, let's get into it. That's it. UFC uh, 260. Go nuts. Okay, so UFC 260 looking like a pretty good, pretty good lineup for this main card. Unfortunately for the Australian viewers, uh, Volkanovski, Alexander the Great yeah. Volkanovski, had to pull out due... To contracting COVID, he's actually got yeah, it. yeah. So he cleared his first test, and then the yeah. first test, the second test, and then it was like when he was in the bubble. Yeah, then he, he, he uh, got up. it came back negative. So it's yeah. just like like ah oh, shit. That's so that's so not great. To, and he was he was pretty disappointed because he had worked fairly hard and he was looking really good in yeah. some of those training videos that we saw. But Yeah, and for some um, reason he's not rated like the other world title. No, I think... He's, he's he's trying to prove a point. Like, I think I think it's that sort of... That weight class has sort of been in limbo since like McGregor and some of those other boys have, have moved on from it. Um, yeah, so he's trying but, to add a little and, bit and of like, validity to yeah. his title. And Brian Ortega's no scrub either, so... Hell no. Like he's his beast, but anyway, we'll look at the main card. Um, let's let's start with the the first fight of the main card, I suppose. Yep. Jamie Malarkey, the Aussie boy, yep. up against Karma Worthy. Um, like I, I don't know too much about either of these fighters. I haven't seen much of their fights, but um, pretty pretty evenly matched. Yeah. So both around six feet. And, and these are the fights pounds. that you get your money's worth when you yeah. buy the card. These are the ones where you see the future, the good fights. Yeah. So you, we see a lot of closer battles. Mm. There are blokes that are out to prove something. Absolutely, like they want to be higher up on the le- mm-hmm. on the on the list, and this is where they do that. Yeah, and it's a good start for that main card. Uh, next fight, bantamweight uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley back into the octagon after that that sort of really bad ankle. Yeah, leg. Yeah, Just leg injury that he got right at the end of that sort of, which flight. resulted in his one to go with the twelve. Yeah, um, he doesn't own loss, it. Yeah, he doesn't own it. He doesn't own it, and but, I suppose that's probably fair enough for him as yeah. a fighter. But I mean, the records will always show that. Yeah. In his head, loss, he's yeah. undefeated still. Yeah, um, injuries brought him down, and nothing else. So yeah. that's going to be. Um, he's out to prove something, and he's been there. looking good for for a while. Like. Well, he's when coming he was, on the scene and yeah. he's exciting. Well, he burst right off that scene of the contender series, data yeah. wise contender series. So, yeah. But uh, Thomas Almeida, pretty pretty handy um, fighter as well. Yeah. Um, who do you reckon you got in that? 
Um, I'm going to go the Sugar Show. Yeah. Sean O'Malley. Yeah, no, I, I'd the have Paramount to go here. I think I think because I know know him more, but the, I, but also I, I can say what he's going to give me. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, the Brazilian Brazilians are always tough to beat. I'm probably going the same. I'm picking my fight in the next one exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> based on who you know, based on who I know. So the next fight, welterweight bout, Tyron Woodley, the return for Tyron Woodley. Yep. After a bit of a layoff, uh, up against Vincente Luque. Yeah. Um, I like Woodley. Yeah, I oh, look. I know he's had a bit of a layoff. It's hard to go past. He's the proven champ. Yeah. Like, so. Um, but I mean, I think the last couple he's he sort of struggled in as yeah. well. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not he's in that sort of frame of mind to to push again for a championship fight so I understand the wanting to back the underdog yeah but I honestly champions are champions for a reason yeah just stick, oh, that's a fair call just stick with them yeah okay and the main fight the main event I'm so this is the one Stipe Miocic up against Francis Ngannou this could be anything this could go either way but the way Ngannou's been fighting lately uh, I mean, I'm going and going to knock out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, but I, I love Stepe though too. Like he's yeah. just, he's just always in your face. Sort of like knows how to. Like he's smart enough to work around. Yep. Whatever you're going to throw it in. Yeah. He's ready for. He's it. He's ready for it. And I mean, that was sort of seen in that trilogy with DC. Yep. Um, with Stepe coming out with two wins out of those three. Which yeah, DC's no scrub. No, and that's it. Like. D- DC's. Like bona fide champion, so yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I'd, Francis is just Steve is now 38. Yeah, like he's, I mean, but he's still going though, too. Oh, yeah, I'm not for a second thinking yeah. he doesn't have it, I'm just saying, like, enjoy it while it's here. Yeah, well, I think if it goes deep, I think he's a better chance, but yeah, it's like any of these like big heavyweights. If they it's if you can't su- if you can't survive that first or second yeah. round, it's going to be really tough to hundred yeah. percent to to win from there. But and like just going off like when Ngannou knocked out Alistair Overeem, like yeah, like it was just just, that, just yeah. the insane pet like yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, but no. uh, yeah, no. Look, I don't I don't even know who to pick in that fight either. You gotta st- I suppose you just got to stick with the champ. Well, I'll stick with the champ. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Francis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I have a feeling that it could be very... It's going to be a great it fight. It could be a very violent fight, which is yeah. what awesome. we've been wanting, especially yeah. at heavyweight too. Like uh, You want to see big blokes you wanna, you wanna, yeah. not out of each other. Don't you want big fights to be big, big fight. fights for a reason. Yeah, 100%. Um, you want to stick with the combat sport? Yeah, let's do it. We'll jump across the boxing. Yeah, let's jump across to the Timmy Zoo fight coming up. Yeah, Dennis Hogan. Dennis Hogan, the Irishman. The Irishman. Um, Hogan's had two fights for a world title. Yeah. Um, Timmy Zoo, you'd have to think that this is the fight. If he gets this, he's the next cut-up. Yeah. It's 100% guaranteed. Guaranteed to. He's the next fight mm. for a title. Mm. Um, he's done his work the correct way. Yeah. Um, and I like Timmy in this. I like Timmy, yeah. Um, and especially after that last fight, like when he beat the snot out of Jeff Horn, like just sort of, yeah. he's on the right track just to, like that trajectory is going up and up. The fights he should win easy, he's winning easy. Mm. 
and the fights that like he's he's waiting and he's picking he's making his time mm. picking it pouncing he's doing what he needs to do he's doing it at the right time technically yeah. perfect um, and still very young too 26 so young like when you think that that sort of boxes uh prime is sort of like in that 28 to 34 bracket yep he's so, just coming into it yeah and he looks he looks nearly so good so good yeah um, but yeah. I think the other thing will be though is like when he actually comes up against like big name fighters too, or whether well, or not, he, whether or not he can yeah. push into that sort of league of like, so, like upper echelon fighters. He's for Jeff Horn, former world title yeah. holder. That's not world title Jeff Horn. No, that's not Pacquiao Horn. No, if you know what I mean. But also, don't think um, they're like I, w- I would rate. Tim Zhu is a much more natural fighter compared to Jeff Horn. Like, Jeff Horn is... A thousand percent. Like, Jeff Horn was just sort of... I don't know, he sort of came out of nowhere. And like he, was all, he was all spirit. Yeah. Is what you can say yeah. Jeff Horn. Like, technically, probably not the most gifted boxer you're ever going to see. And I think we sort of saw that when he fought Terence Crawford. And got lit up, like... You saw the difference. Yeah. You saw the gap. That's the gap. Between a natural and, like... And someone that's just really, really, really hardy. mm and like no trying to take nothing away from Oh no disrespect from, to him like from Horn but Yeah. And I was when he was in his peak and coming through, I was a big Horn supporter. Mm. But there's issues there. There was always issues. There, there was there. issues and I don't think he grew like it didn't grow further ahead of that, like yep. of where he was at. So Well you could definitely not bounce back after yeah. the Crawford loss, so Yeah. Now um something I want to ask you the comments um, the Michaels of Rafa fight mm. with Anthony, the not so man mundane mm. as he is now after this fight. Um, what were your thoughts on on that? Uh, look, I just, yeah, I don't think it should have happened. To be honest, I think yeah. Mundane said he retired after his last fight. With, was it? Was then he got knocked out by Jeff Horn? Yeah. So, like, I think that should have just been it. Like, yeah. Um. And I think the thing with Mundine is he'll fight anyone because he knows he'll get a pay packet out of it. Yeah. And, that's and anyone will fight him anyone because, will they, fight know him because they know it'll be a win as yeah. well. At this stage, I think they know it'll be a win. 100%. I don't think he's nowhere near where he was 10 years ago. Yep. And even before then, like when he was in his prime. Yeah. So, look, I, I don't... It, it's It's sort of getting to the point where... They have to step in and just go. No, you can't fight anymore. And that's been the argument yeah. I think in the media lately. So my ultimate example of of why someone should make the call and not and not Anthony. Mm. All right. So you watch the Timmy Zoo Horn fight. Mm. Horn's in his corner and he's been absolutely beaten to a pulp. Mm. Then you have his the ref saying, "Do you want to go on? Do you want to go on the corner?" Saying, "Do you want to go on? Do you quit? Mm. Do you quit?" You can't be a combat sport athlete or, scrap even that, you can't be a, an athlete fine for world titles in the peak of your powers if you're willing to quit. Mm. You have that trained and bred out of you. Yeah. You don't have it. So for their corner to say to them halfway through a fight, do you want to quit? Mm. Do you want to quit? It's it's not in him to quit. Mm. Someone needs to take it away from him. 
Yeah. Take and away the option to the, like the corner should have taken there. it away from Jeff Horn <coughs> when he fought Tim Zoo because he I was he was bad. The same is now for the career of Anthony yeah. Mundine. Yeah, I think the only thing with that too is like I think it's probably the wrong question to ask. Like like not do you want to quit? Like it should be like how like what's going on, like how you feel and sort of thing. Like see, I I'd almost go the other way and go You've done enough, mate. Mm. You've done enough. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And then if he says, "No, no, I'm good. Mm. Like, we're good. Okay." Mm. I mean, we also you got to take it away. You can't. Mm. You can't leave it open for mm. them. Well, we've yeah. seen that fallout with like even when uh, Tyson Fury beat Deontay Wilder. Yep. And he's like corner through in the towel for his safety yep. more than more than his pride, like. I know Wilder came out and just had sort of every excuse under the sun and, and that was said he didn't yeah. didn't want to like quit the fight, but yep. I think it's when your corner knows that you're in trouble. Yeah. It should you're also be trouble. yeah. If they've lost faith in you to win that fight, mm. then mm. you've probably lost that fight. Yeah, that's it. So. But um yeah, no, I, I don't think I think a lot of this by these yeah. comments from Zarafa calling out Timmy Zoo all the time. Uh, um, I'm sick of them because Zarafa, he's a good fighter. Don't he's get a good me wrong, fighter. But, but whenever he gets these calls yeah. for Australian titles and Oceania titles and that, like against the, what we consider the world title contenders, mm. he gets beaten them. Yeah. Well, he got beaten by Jeff Horn. Yep. And, and then, he beat Horn, but he lost to Horn as yeah, well. Yeah, he lost, so, lost to Horn in the second fight. Yeah. And then I think more importantly, like early in uh, early in twenty twenty, uh, Timmy Zhu beat the snot out of Jeff Horn, which is yeah. just after Horn had beaten Zarafa. So yeah. I think it was the next fight. Yeah, yeah. And I think for Timmy Zhu, I think that's just sort of like a step backwards for him now. Like he's he's past that. Yeah. Zarafa well, sort of missed that. Zarafa's fighting an eighty eight year old Anthony Mundine. Yeah, and Timmy Zhu's one fight away from a world title. Yeah. So and that's it. You, like, you're not in the same class, mate. Mm. Stop calling him out because mm. all you're doing is trying to get your name in the paper. Oh, it's just making a clan of himself, and yep. that's and no one respects and, and him. A, anyway, and a lot of so. a lot of boxers do that though too. Like yeah. especially like because I know how hard it is for boxers to get a world title shot after you've lost maybe one or two. Yep. But I mean that's the sport that you're in too. So you just sort of have it's to a risky run. It's a risky run, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Look, he's going to keep calling Timmy Zoo out, and I just think yeah. Tim's going to be like, it's, it's literally a last resort for Tim at the minute yeah. to fight Zarafa." Hundred percent. But um, yeah, look, I think Timmy's got a good chance this week. I'm um, I'm backing Timmy. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Timmy at home. Yeah. In a wet, wet Newcastle. Yeah. Heavy, oh, it's going to be track, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's not raining. Hopefully still. it's not pissing down rain, yeah. Oh, even if it is, mate. It'll be a <laughs> hell of a show. Very good. Well, we'll finish with the combat. Yep. And we'll move across to the NBA. NBA. Um, a few major injuries. Big injuries. To some people and players that have had really good seasons. Yeah. And also key players. That are Absolutely. really going to affect some seasons. Mm. Um, 
going down the list. Um, Kyrie's not playing the next three games. Um, he's not on the road. Kevin Durant is out with a hamstring, hamstring injury. Yeah. Um, so that's not good for Brooklyn, who have got a bit of momentum at the minute. Um, but Brooklyn also, they've got a lot of injuries. Yeah. Uh, they've got six people out at the minute, some on day-to-day. Mm. Well, Harden's um, on day-to-day at the minute. Harden's on day-to-day. But they don't have a squad built to be missing a lot of players. Yeah. Especially your big three as well. Yeah, and people like Spencer <coughs> Dinwiddle, yeah. um, they're, they're the kind of players that could fill in. Mm. But with them out, mm. it makes it really hard. Um, another person that was having a absolute belter of the year and my rookie of the year, mm. um, LaMelo Ball. Yeah, no, um, unfortunately for, for him, fractured his right wrist. and Fractured bone in the right wrist. And he's, it looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season. So yeah. I also think that's rookie of the year out of the equation too. Unfortunately. How far, how far ahead could he be? I mean, he was pretty far ahead. He's a long thought. way ahead. His numbers actually, yeah. if you look at them next to each other, are better than LeBron. Yeah, well, they're playing a different game though too. But they're better, like, if you're just looking at yeah, the numbers... I look, but that, yeah. that gives you a little bit of perspective about yeah. the year that he's having. But I also think that just defines their different roles in the team yeah, too. A thousand percent. So the workload and that. Yeah. And where they are in their careers. Yeah. LeBron's out minutes, but are like through the roof. Yeah, I think this injury will probably be like that sort of warning shot for him, I think. That he's not, not as agile as he used to be. And um, yeah. I think... You guys talked about it at the start of the year, sort of like where he's at, and like, yeah, he needs to take down his minutes a bit. But yeah, I think when the problem was we had Anthony Davis out, who's still out as well. Yeah, so. Davis could be sidelined for three more weeks. Yeah, and perhaps longer. Well, he was. Um, yeah, I think we initially did it was like six to eight weeks or something. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's not looking good there. So you got. It. James out for a few weeks. Yep. Several weeks. They're not putting dates on these things. They're just playing it by year. And I think the reason I think that they don't go three weeks, eight weeks, is because this is the period in time where teams can use their roster players mm. to get them through. And, yeah. they, and they, they're and they building squads that can win titles, not just a starting five. Yeah. So you have the first start of the year where you use your starting five, then you dial it back and you let the squad take care of business and then you get your thoroughbreds back up before the playoffs. Mm. And I think that's why you're going to see a lot of people, like a lot of teams and a lot of players like LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis, even Marcus Hull mm. from the Lakers, to tell the truth, play less, take longer to recover from injuries mm. so that they are 100% By the time we get come to playoffs. playoffs yeah. And we talked about the Lakers the other week. Not needing to finish top one or two. Yeah. Just needing to make it. They can finish four. Mm. Just get that advantage. Mm. Take care of business. So, I think those sort of injuries too just widen that. So like we've seen Phoenix Suns and Utah just yep. sitting up the top and I think that gives them a chance to sort of widen that widen that uh, bracket a bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Is Steph Curry out? Yeah. Day to day. The tailbone injury. Yeah. Um, Joel Embiid still out. Yeah. No time period down on that. 
at this point. So it's indefinite. Indefinite, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're, they're big names. Like, yeah. These guys are huge names. Well, like that are really going to affect the top half pocket. of the team. Yeah. And give teams like Utah, um, Phoenix. Clippers, yeah. Phoenix, um, Portland, Portland, like really good chances of mm. of jumping up. So um, it's quite interesting to say the least. But mm. we'll um, it's yeah, we'll it's going to be interesting happens. to see. Like, it's hard to sort of determine how teams are going until we see like maybe yeah. the next ten to fifteen and games. Is, and this is what makes it so hard to like track trends through the NBA mm. because you've got teams playing different styles and tactics, mm. playing other players certain minutes. Yeah. You got certain players that you're like, we know you can get in a good inside look. Mm. We want you to just stay on the perimeter and just work like work on some different stuff. Like yeah. they're trying to get a plan B, C and D. Yeah. Like if you win every game one way, yeah. Then all of a sudden you get the playoffs and you play the Lakers and the Lakers go figure it out. Shut that down yeah. and they're stuffed. So yeah. like they're working on different things and <coughs> and you're gonna see it more in all sports. Yeah. It's coming into the NRL. You can see it. Mm. Um the Roosters have done it for year for a few years now. Mm. Where they, they try different things in the earlier weeks. Then come to finals, they roll them out. Yeah. Um you see it in the NFL a lot. Mm. They'll do a play in the first two, three rounds, then you won't see it again until the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, just an example of that off the top of my head is the Philly special. <laughs> like I, I was waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's that's an example yeah. of they ran that week two. Yeah, and they saved those trick plays and that plan BC yeah. for the big games, the, the big dance. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Anything more in the NBA? Uh yeah. Just quickly, uh, just a quick shout out. Uh, in memoriam for Elgin Baylor, former yes. Lakers player and uh, Clippers uh, board member, uh, passed away today, I believe, oh, this morning. Yeah, that's correct. At the age of eighty-six. Yeah. So pretty good life. Pretty good run. Yeah, great. Good ball. innings. Great, great baller. So hell yeah. You know what? Did pretty well. But yeah. uh, rest in peace to Elgin Baylor and yes, shout out to his family. 100%. Thoughts and prayers. 100%. Um, Rightio, let's go. We're, we're going to dive into this. We're going to have a big deep. look at the NRL this week. Yeah, 100%. Let's um, do it. A few teams and a few players and, and issues in, in all... In all in all teams. In and all teams. You know, yeah. one team that doesn't have an issue at the moment? Dragons? Oh, well, they've got a couple. <laughs> they've got a couple. Sydney Roosters, mate. Oh. They're real. So I'm really happy to talk about the NRL as much you know as what? you I don't want. mind talking with you without the other, with the coxmaster here, because it's just you two sucking that rooster dick. It was quite funny. If you haven't listened to last week, go back and have a listen. The guy rocks up halfway through the pod. <laughs> rocks up late for one, the height yeah. of the man. <coughs> and then comes in, we've already talked about the NRL. All he wanted to do was talk about the roosters. Yeah. And he just mentioned all the stuff we'd already talked about. Oh, so yeah. You get to listen to the Roosters twice, so you welcome everybody. But not this week. Talk no, about just them once and one and done this week. Yeah. Just <laughs> for you, Dave, we might talk about them six again, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Round, right. round two. 
So, so you want to go through last week's results first? Yeah, we'll just go through this past week's yeah. results. So round two, I've got them up here. Thursday yeah, night, true. Parramatta Eels. Absolute belter of a game, this. 16, Storm 12. We left basketball. I forgot this was on. So we're oh, playing on a Thursday night basketball comp. I, I didn't. I'm driving home and it comes on the radio and I was like, it's six all. This oh. is going to be epic. You know, watch it. Absolute classic. Yeah, I look, it was a bloody ripper of a game. Yeah. I did not expect that scoreline, to no. be honest. Uh, based on what we saw the week before when the Eels started slow, but also how fast the storm started as well. Yeah. And, so, and Parramatta for the last few years, they've been finishing that top four, top six bracket. Yeah. They've consistently been branded with flat track bully status. Mm-hmm. They would not have won a game in the rain, sixteen to twelve against Melbourne, in the oh, last no. four years. No you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not going to win that game very yeah. often. So they did that the right way. The kicking yeah. game from Moses, absolutely outstanding. That's probably the best kicking game I've seen from him. Yeah, his kicking as, game has gone through the roof in yeah. the last few years, but that was absolutely outstanding. Yeah. He had a plan. He looked in control. Mm. The whole time. Absolutely. Um, and the defence from King Gutho. Oh, man. It probably saved, won them saved, the game yeah, just as much as Sevo's two yeah. tries did. Yeah. It probably had just as much, if not a bigger impact. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's that's the sort of impact he has around that team, though, too. He lifts them up. You know what you're going to get yeah. every week. Yeah. Um, no, they, play, they played really well. On the other side, Melbourne, they're missing Cameron Smith. They're missing a stable number nine, and I think I think they're just missing a, a a stable leader. Yeah, in the spine. Yeah, and for all the money <laughs> he's paid, for all the accurate, uh, all the awards and that yeah. he's won, he's the Australian number six. Cameron Munster needs to stand up mm. in those situations. He, for me, went missing in that last yeah, ten he, minutes. He did. I think um, and he, if you, he's been called the best six in the, in the country. I think he's the best six because of the bloke he's had at nine. Yeah. He's not I the best six. I still think he could be the best number six, but I just don't think he's the number six as a leader. That's the yeah. thing. It's like he's not taking that extra step to take control of the game. Yeah. He's a great like, six if he's yeah. got a good nine or a seven. Yeah. So maybe with Harry Green coming back, yeah. that might offer him a little bit more, but... Well, be yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Cause Brandon Smith's Brandon, not a bad nine either. Yeah, no, he's handy. But I also think he's asked for an early release too. He's denied all reports. But there's two... Where the, whenever there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. There's got to be something Well, there. there's more than one story coming out about it. That he's willing to pay 200 grand to be released. Yeah. Uh, he wants to play nine and Melbourne can't promise him nine. Mm. And why would you when you've got... Harry Grant. Harry Grant there. Yeah. Please, mate, come and, on. And Cameron Smith will come back in. And Cameron Smith's in, coming back, back in June in, anyway, yeah. so um, I'm sticking by that. Oh, look, I yeah. I, I agree with that. I yeah. think if he can come back and they've got like, shelve him like, what, 300 grand for eight weeks play. I think it's like half a mil. Yeah. But if he played the full season, it's 1.4 that they need to pay him. Shit. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Some, it's something like that anyway. Yeah. But it cuts it in more than in half. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, look, uh, I think 
The Storm also missed a couple of their their big forwards as well, like Fanukin and yep. some of those other boys, and like they were just bullied off the park. Yeah. Um, Reed, Reed, like I'm going to give a shout out to Reed Barney. He's, he's so good. He's he's such a good number nine, underrated, I think. And he's not going to get a shot. He's the next Jake Friend. Yeah. Because he'll be behind Harry Grant. Because he's going to be behind Harry Grant for the yeah. re- for his entire career. Yeah. Like, Jake Friend was the second best nine in the country for years yeah. and played no origin games because yeah. he was behind Cameron Smith. So, he played a couple last year, didn't he? Yeah, well, he did, when he wasn't behind when Cameron Smith. When he wasn't Smith. behind Cameron Smith, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no... Uh, Reed Marnie played really well. Uh, Nathan Brown played really well for the Eels as well. Yeah. Oh, it's um, Sevo. Yeah, oh, Sevo was just outstanding. <laughs> Jennings, I reckon he would just been every time he shut his eyes, he would add Sevo's yeah, face just imprinted. Sevo's <laughs> like face on on the, on the front of a steam train just coming at him. The funniest video you've seen that Sevo try where he beats him in the air. Yeah, everyone's watching Sevo. Yeah, watch it again. And watch, and watch Jennings. Jennings, yeah. Because <laughs> he hit, headbutts the ground, I reckon, about twice. Because he's like, oh, shit. And he looks up just to make sure <laughs> it's happening. He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, good. Let's no. move on. Oh, just before we do Sorry. that, the Felice Kafusi yep. hit on Ryan Madison. That's 10. 10 in the bin every week. Every week. And the fact that he's only gotten two weeks on the sidelines for it, Yep, I it think should have been two weeks with the ten in the bin. Yeah, no, no, I mean like he's only got two weeks I'm, off. I think it should I know. be way more. So it, it should be at least six. It, it was intentional. Yeah, you can't say it wasn't. Yeah, it was a practice jujitsu. And I, but I also think shit. I think because he's been caught out before doing it. He did it in yep. Origin, and he did it in uh, who they. He's done it again yeah. last year, I believe, yeah. and he's been called out for it. So yeah. I think multiple times you get plays a bigger... Plays for Melbourne and he plays yeah. for Queensland, mate. Yeah, he's well, obviously a grub. You know what I mean, though. Like, <laughs> multiple times you've been caught doing yeah. it. The same thing. It's yeah. not good. It's a big it should huge be, yeah. issue. If you, if you create a concussion, so there's concussions. There's, there's head knocks, which are accidents. There's tackles where they hit the ground. That's an accident. If you come through and hit somebody in the head with a, with a forearm while they're on the ground, mm. and he has to go off and can't come back for a concussion, yeah, you shouldn't. Madison was their best player. Yeah, up until, until that, that point. Yeah, you go too. Mm, absolutely. You created it. Mm. They're now down a player. Their mm. best player go. Because mm. if not, you just hire some thug and it becomes hockey. Yeah, you just send him out. Yeah, you got to take out Cameron out there. Smith. Yeah, you go off, he goes off, and we're all yeah. good to go. Mm. We'll win the game because we're missing you, and they're missing mm. Cameron Smith. I think, and that's the thing too. Like we saw Jesse Ramian get hit with a three-week suspension for his hit on Matt Dufty, yeah. coming in behind, smacking behind the head. Yeah, I just look on. Yeah, it it needed to be a bigger suspension. Hundred percent. But apart from that, that was probably the only dark point of that game. Game of the round, you reckon? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. In terms of quality. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game up. Not a bad game either. 
Friday cost, night. Cost me a long neck, but uh, <laughs> Warriors um, and Knights. I don't know why you put a long neck on the Warriors. That's the dumbest. Oh, thing I've done well. all week. Uh, sixteen. Newcastle twenty. Yep. Um, up there at the Central Coast. Um, top game. This is this is a fifty-fifty call for me it in was, terms of. I got it wrong. So. Yeah, well, I did too. So, <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing I thought I thought Bradman Best was going to be out for this this game because yep. he was in a like injury cloud all week, I believe. Yeah. And he stepped up and oh, pretty yeah. much secured the game he's for the Knights. I was like, his body skin. Bloody hell. Like, I do have some huge concerns about the Warriors if once Roger goes. Yeah. They need to buy a fullback and they need to buy one quick. And they need to get a decent one too. Not Talk is that they're going after Joey Manu. Really? To play yeah. fullback? Well, he, he plays fullback when Teddy's not there. Mm. Uh, and he's very good. No, oh, I mean he's a, he's a very good player. So he I could, just thought you he might could want do a, the job. like a specialist fullback. He is meant to be. The only reason he's not is because of Teddy. Teddy's there. Okay. So if you watched a few games that Teddy's been out through the Origin period, mm. when Manu plays one, mm. you don't miss much. Yeah. Like you do, but if he played but there yeah. for a few years, yeah, for a year or two. He'd very quickly I'm get sure it back. I'm sure he'd pick it up over a few weeks. Like, he's talented enough to do that. He's a professional, too. Yeah. So, i got to hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah no, uh, good win for the Knights. Two in a row. It was a big game. Oh, this week's Mitchell Pierce is 300, so... Yeah. Um, that'll be good. It'll be interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, on to the next Friday night match. Yep. Little brother versus big brother. I'm not sure that you can say that anymore, though. Titans, 28, Broncos, 16. I love and this because I hate the Broncos. Oh, man, I got it wrong. I, I tipped Broncos. What are you doing? I was basing it off the start that they had against the Parramatta Eels. Uh, yeah. And I was like, well, if they can do that, they may be able to hold hold them off. But I just... This scoreline doesn't reflect how far away this game was. I thought it was actually... Oh, I mean... I thought the Titans Bron- won the Broncos this had, so easy. Yeah. They've got some liabilities in defence. That's one way to put and, uh, it. Otherwise, David known Fafita. as the halves. Yeah. Oh, well. But not in... That's more offence, though, too, I thought. I think it's everything. Yeah. How is Tom Dearden not in the starting team? I think I have a sneaking suspicion he'll be there this week. No. They haven't changed it. They should. They should. He was man of the match in their mm. Queensland Cup team, uh, in their win in the Queensland Cup, and mm. from all accounts... Tore them apart. Mm. So he did have Carmichael Hunt. And, yeah, um, lock in the team, but Carmichael Hunt, old as shit. Yeah, um, like he's got some good players around him in that Queensland Cup team, but he led it. Yeah, and that's what the Broncos are missing. They're missing someone just to take control. Yeah, the amount of money the Milford's on. It's yeah, not. Look, not I, it's not good enough. I think. Him, I think he's off contract at the end of the year, isn't he? Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting if he gets signed back up again. or They'll re-sign him, but I think he needs to cut his paycheck in half. Oh, absolutely. At least. Yeah. Um, And I think the other thing that was happening with Tom Dearden, though, too, was he had a meeting with Todd Payton up at the Cowboys. Yeah, right. So, and I think the Broncos have kicked up a bit of a stink about that. Yeah, well. We'll play him. If, you, if he's your best number seven play available, him. play him. This is really going to annoy me because I just listened, was doing some looking into this before. 
the Broncos have got a back rower. You won't know his name because he hasn't played in the NRL yet. 2019 oh, schoolboys, yeah. Yep. They offered him a contract today, this back rower, mm. which the Broncos have no shortage of back rowers. Yeah. They offered him $1.4 million for three years. Why? That is a great question. Do you know why they offered him that? Because they can't afford to lose him. Yeah, because they're scared of losing him, yeah. They can't retain their youth. Mm. Which is the most unbronco thing ever. Yeah. But it shows you that there's issues at Brisbane. Mm. Well, I think that's that and Titans are starting to circle around them like sharks. Yeah. They're after Ruben Wiki and Tony Staggs. Because Tony Staggs. Ruben Wiki. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not his name. Uh, Ricky. Yeah. The young fellow. You know who I met. We'll be back in the early 90s, yeah, are we? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they, you know, yeah, you know I know, I know who you're talking about. It's all good. Um, um, a, maybe, God, they Jordan take Ricky. a Ruben. They, yeah, they take yeah. a Ruben Wiki right now. Oh, I mean, they, 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 anything <laughs> they could get. I apologise. No. Um, Two-man pod. Yeah, but they're it. struggling. They're struggling yeah. to retain yeah. players and youth. And, and they're going to throw huge money at these people to mm. stay. And then they're not going to be any good for it. And it's going to be even, going to dig it's going to be even harder for them when that new club comes in. They're going to dig themselves the same hole that the West Tigers <coughs> are in right now. Yeah. Because the Tigers have got these contracts mm. that are so big mm. that they can't escape. They can't escape them, yeah, until the end of the year. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the Tigers in a minute, but it's... Mm. Yeah, they're going to dig themselves a very similar hole. Mm. Um, teams that are getting themselves out of a hole but are not out of it yet. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs, nil. Yeah. Penrith, 28. That's the second week in a row. Pen- Penrith have not conceded a point this year. And I believe it's the first time ever in the NRL era um, that team the started pen- with that team has start, uh, held a team to nil for the first two games. It's unbelievable. Right? Which is nuts. Like, Yeah. I think, I, look. It's a great achievement. Just keep rolling on. And they look so good. You can't stop them at the minute. No. And to think that, like, in the halves, you've got Cleary and Luai, but then you've also got Burton, Matt and Burton. Yeah, sitting on the sideline, yeah. who, in the New South Wales Cup this week, destroyed it. Yeah. Absolutely tore it apart. So, um, looks like Keir, um, Nathan Cleary, sorry, is probably 50-50 at this point in the play yeah. this week after his concussion that he sustained. Um, you would think Luke Burton would come in. Yeah. Um, to play the seven, but Matt Burton, be, isn't it? Matt Burton, sorry. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, they do have other options at seven. Mm. Um, I mean, Burton is probably more of a six. Yeah. But he's the best player up, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see the politics. It is the a big game too, against the Storm. So. Grand final rematch. Mm. Um, Melbourne coming off a loss. Penrith are just rolling. So yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. To see what though. happens, yeah. That's probably going to be the hardest game to pick this week. Yep. Two teams that are absolutely despised. Uh, South Sydney 26 over Manly Ringer 12. Yeah, look, it was sort of anyone's game there for a bit. Sort of up in and the air, wasn't it? Um, the Troll turned the it had a bit a of a bit. roller coaster mm-hmm. of a match. Like, oh, like he does. Had had a absolute ripper. Like, first half, setting up a try, and then 
Yeah, look, that that penalty is all I'll say. That penalty. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna stay out of this. I'm just gonna ask for your opinion on this. Okay. Rabbitohs hooker Damien Cook mm. come out yesterday and said Latrell Mitchell is a better fullback than James Tedesco. Thoughts and do well, you agree? Well, that wasn't the question I was expecting. I thought we were going to talk about this game, not about well, t- Latrell's form. Latrell's yeah. form. Uh, no, not better than Teddy at the minute. That's the correct answer. Um, but I mean, he's in bloody good form. We can't yeah. deny that. He is. But I just, yeah, you can't deny Teddy's form at the minute, though, either. It's pretty good. Um, where, where do Manly need to improve? You mean apart from everywhere? Yeah, well, that would help. Yeah. Um, I just think they don't have any depth within, like, forwards or in the back line. So. Yeah. They've just got no depth anywhere. Yeah. And, like, they need to. The, what moves are they making? Mm. Well, they're, they're not, not making, making any. any. Yeah, and we talked at the start of this season. We talked about coaches that are under pressure. Mm. Desi Hasler's just signed for two more years with a club, but I don't think that actually means he's safe. No, I don't think so either. Like clubs are willing to eight years on contracts of coaches these days. I think they have targets for him though too, don't they? Like I think they do. Yeah, performance um, stipulations. I can't see them meeting them. No, oh, well, it depends what they are, I suppose. But. One, they don't have any cap room. Mm. Well, because Two, it's all tied up in DCE and the Travovich brothers. So. Yeah. So they've got no cap room. They've got no depth. Mm. They've got injuries. Mm. And they're an ageing roster. Well, they, they let go of Adam Fanua Blake to yeah. the Warriors and that was like one of That's the best players really last, hurting last them. year. So, look, they're making all the wrong moves, but yeah. also don't know how they can make they the right moves. They couldn't financially afford to keep. For Noah Blake. Yeah, well, that was the thing. But They eat that and they still can't afford to buy anyone yeah. new to replace. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I it's going to be a long year for the Seagulls. would be on a fair bit of money over there too, wouldn't he? He is, and look, he lifts a lot of weight in the gym, and but he needs to start offering them a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I think he'd be on at least 600k, I would have thought, oh, out there. at least. So, yeah. look, um, Rabbitohs played pretty well. Um, yeah. They're going to be good this year, the Rabbits. That that penalty, I mean, mm. Daly Cherry Evans should, I'm not gonna should lie, look, I should look really at... watch this game. I can't stand um, it. He, he should, he God, should look at getting an agent over in Hollywood because that was a bloody terrific was, performance was, of a dive. Yeah. I, I don't know how like they can consider that after he tripped over six paces after he got hit by Latrell. <laughs> Like, it was a little bit ridiculous. It was it was a bit stupid, but yeah. look, Rabbitohs won in the end. It didn't really affect them, so yeah. they roll on to the next match. So yeah, they get their loss then. Um, do you want to talk about the next one up? You yeah, want to introduce the next one? Yeah. Okay, Saturday night, Cowboys eighteen, Dragons twenty five. Yeah, baby, <laughs> we've it got happened. a win on the board. It happened. They won a game this year. <laughs> Even better, I changed my tip right at the last minute. And you never pick your own team. I it's never disgusting. Pick, well, based on how they play this year, so <laughs> um, I think the only thing, the only reason I changed though was the late mail came in that Tao Malolo wasn't playing because of yep. a broken hand, and I thought, well, 
If you ever a chance, if, if we're ever a chance, it's when he's not playing. I still didn't pick yours. Oh man, well I, I wouldn't have blamed because it was up either. there as well. It was up in Townsville, yeah. so I mean, yeah. Well, That's I, think, I think if it had gone five ten minutes longer, we would have been done. I don't think you would have because that spine from the Cowboys is terrible. Mm. They all were missing. Well, I mean, they had Brody McLean. Putting in crossfield chip kicks and mm. bombs because their halves weren't there to do it. Yeah. Like, Morgan, Morgan has to step up this year, and I think he, he's had that team for long enough now to, that he can do that. I'm hearing that he's still got that shoulder injury. Yeah. It's chronic mm. that he's had for a few years. Mm. Those other boys need to, need to do something. They need to shift that team. Yeah. Now, I know they pick Val Holmes on the wing because they don't think <coughs> he's a fullback. Because he doesn't offer him as much as drink mm. water and that do. I'm not drink water. He's the six, isn't he? Um, um, Jake Clifford. Clifford. That Clifford offers them at one. Clifford's mm. got a passing game that mm. Val Holmes probably doesn't have. Mm. I'm sorry, but he's done. Yeah. Val Holmes needs to play one. Yeah, and then push. You need to give him a crack. Yeah. So you've got to do something. Yeah. Especially over the next few weeks because you don't have Tal Malolo. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to do something. But also, I mean, like, they, they should be relying on some of their forwards to do a bit of go forward too, like... You're Brody McLean's and yeah. they need to be doing a bit. Well, Brody yeah. McLean, Cohen Hess, yeah. all those other Cohen boys. Cohen Hess, isn't he a flop? I mean, he's been like, in pretty good form of late. He though. has, but... He's probably been the what, best player. They picked him in origin a few years ago because mm. he, was the, he was raging bull. Ta- he was Ta- next Gordon yeah. Tallis and he, he's gone missing for years. Mm. And he's not as good as... Well, they make out he was no. going to be. He hasn't lived up to his potential. But I also think that might be a, a product of that pressure on him too. So yeah, could be, could be. But uh, you know, what good you win for us. Think best, the, I think that's the best performance I've seen from Ben Hunt in two years. So. so, how are you thoughts on the Dragon Spine? Um, ask me again when we play a team that's going to be close to the top four. When's the straight? When's Enzac Day? We've got to wait for Anzac Day. A few weeks. <laughs> I'm not watching that game. <laughs> we might be going down, big one, no one bothered nope, yeah, Not me. We might get a bus. Um, yeah, no, they look good. Corey Norman looked good. Yeah. Uh, it was the best they looked in, in a while. Yeah. So hopefully we can roll forward. Yeah. Um, look, it, it's, it's too early to tell, but I just don't think that they're going to be all that competitive this year. Yeah. Um, a team that I reckon has actually got bigger issues than the Dragons, the West Tigers, mm. um, went down 40-6 to six mm. to the might that is the Sydney Roosters. Um, now, the Tigers, I want to talk more about the Tigers because I get a bit obsessive about the Chooks and I apologise. Um, no, you don't. I don't. I, I don't <laughs> care what you think. You don't give a shit. Um, but the Tigers have got a lot, a lot of issues. Yeah. So I come in today, um, PJ Lua, yeah, uh, Joey Lua. Yeah, well, it's the same person. Same person. Um, dropped. He's out. Yeah, good. They've dropped him. Uh, six missed tackles. Yeah. On the weekend. Morris, Teddy, mm. all of them. Yeah. Tupa just Lua. They yeah. all just absolutely tore Tapiaho. him to shreds. Yeah. Um, but it was the efforts off the ball. Yeah. So he got beat and just walked it. Yeah. Well, him and his brother. So Luciano saw yeah. Joey there and did the same. They just thing. Walked they up both, 
So I think it was when Brett Morris, Morris chipped that ball, chipped back, that ball back in. Yeah. Yep. And you saw the vision of both the Leilua brothers Walking not even next to each other. Yep. Yeah. So that's not good enough from them. And I'm glad that Maguire's dropped Joey Leilua. Yeah. I think they, they put, they touted him as being a big help for them uh, when they signed on. him from Canberra. And I just don't think he's done that. I'm here to give you, everyone ups the roosters for our salary cap, okay? But I'm here to tell you something. He's on more money to play for the Tigers than Luke Keary is getting at the minute to play for the Roosters. I think that that being said, the way the Roosters are run compared to the Tigers is completely different. And you could almost consider the Tigers as a small market team these days too. Yeah, you So you're to. always, like I've said from the beginning, you're going to pay overs for a small market team. And um, but they're living, the Tigers shouldn't need to be a small market team. No. They are a small market team because of the way that club's been run. Oh, absolutely. And the signings that they've made. Yeah. Now, I think they're still reaping the benefits or the uh, inability of coaches of past. Mm. Jason Taylor. Yeah. I think it's still... I know they've had Cleary since, but he was only there for a year or two. Oh, was he, he even there for a year? I think he was there for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they hurt... But they take a long time to come back from those contracts. Yeah. And at the time they signed Joey, they needed points. Mm. Well, Madge builds his teams off defense. Mm. And he isn't offering you anything. No. But I think I think clubs it's it's so hard because obviously Joey needs needed to be there. The Tigers needed mm. him at the point. The difference is the Raiders let him go mm. and the conversation between Ricky Stewart and Joey was, you're not good enough to play in this team. But mm. also, I think Joey was asking for more money too, and I think like the way the Raiders have been running their their club of late with Ricky at the helm is he's not paying overs for for who he wants. Yeah, but do you know who it looks like? It looks the same as Melbourne and the Roosters. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, and that, and like, that's how clubs should be yeah, running their rosters. Yeah, absolutely. Hold the standard. Don't don't be held hostage by people trying to if, do you over. If Latrell wants another 50 grand more than you can offer him, let him go. Mm. That's what the Roosters did. Mm. Like Ryan Maddinson, he's a hell of a footballer. Mm. But the Roosters let him go because he wanted a little bit more than what they were willing to spend. Yeah. They hold the standard. Mm. Melbourne are not going to offer Brandon Smith an extra two hundred grand to keep no. him. No. Because they hold the standard. Mm. You are worth X. That is all we can afford yeah. to pay you. Absolutely. And that's the difference. Mm. And I wonder with Melbourne, will that change when Craig Bellamy goes? Because mm. their CEO is going as well. Yeah. Well, the CEO is already gone. He's going to Brisbane. Yeah. Um. But when Bellamy retires, I wonder if the standard will keep. Stay. But I wonder if he's, like, the standard that they've set for so long is so ingrained in that club. And that's the hope. Whether or not they just keep going with that. Because we talk about the Tigers being a small market team. Mm. Tell me a smaller market than Melbourne mm. in the NRL. Balmain, Western Sydney, like they have two client bases, or two mm. fan bases because of the merger. Mm. But that's heartland. I think the only thing with Melbourne, though, is, too, they, they get... Because they had the big three there. So, Krong, Slater and Smith, yep. who pretty much 
were a part of that dynasty era, or they were a part of that dynasty era for Queensland. So yeah. they get a heap of Queensland supporters out of that. Of course they do. Base, so. Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, but clubs, also, all clubs have had their moment yeah. in the sunshine. The Bulldogs are a team that are coming up. Mm. I think early 2000s, they were everything. Yeah. Sonny Bill and Peyton and... All those bloody Braith and Astus at Pricey, like that bloody Red Hot, yeah, Bobcat, (coughs) Willie Mason, yeah, like they, like all clubs go through this period. Hasn't the Sharks went through it a couple of years ago? Now they're Mm. rebuilding as well. Yeah, like every club gets their window. Mm. Making smart decisions throughout the entire time. It's not sacrificing success now for success later. Mm. It's maintaining success forever. Yeah, exactly. That's the standard. Yeah. I think uh, another thing for that Tigers performance, though, too, I think, look, Luke Brooks needs to fix his kicking game. because oh, it, was it was dreadful. Two opportunities again that went went awry because he kicked it out. Yeah. Like, smashed the ball. Like, it wasn't even... He was putting it up the hill. Yeah. On a heavy track. Yeah. Like, it just did not look good, and... That's what cost them nearly the win against Canberra the week before too. Yeah. It was a poor kicking performance. He kicked well, they it out weren't the just pool. able to get back into it because yeah. they weren't or hang with. Well, the momentum the that they had just they dropped because they did something stupid. They had a couple of line breaks on the weekend, and mm. one of them was when Brooks then kicked it dead, mm. and it That's gave what I'm the saying, yeah, like. and it gave the Roosters a seven tackle set, mm. and they walked down. And you can't give the Roosters seven tackles because no. they will. Eat you. Absolutely. And that's and what they Especially did when you've got all the momentum. I think one of the big things from that, though, too, is he was on that break and no one was in support with him. He was a back rower. Yeah. No, yes. Oh, no, I'm talking about. Brooks. Oh, the Luke Brooks one. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. yeah. That was another one. Was back rower. There's like no one in there. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, disappointing for the Tigers, but. Yeah, absolutely. The Roosters look red hot. They won that game 40 to 6. 6. Starting, st- starting players out. Yeah. Oh, it's Name another club there. that can have six players out mm. and have a roster that looks that good. Yeah. Boyd Cordner, the Australian skipper. Mm. Jake Friend, mm. Queensland number nine last year. Club captain, our number nine. Mm. Sam Verrills, backup number nine, mm. future nine, awesome player. Victor Bradley should have been the 13th for New South Wales if he wasn't injured. Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton, New South Wales back rower. Mm. Probably form back rower in the NRL. Mm. Um, yeah, um, Billy Smith would have been 14. He's mm. out for the year. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, the Chooks are here for the year. Everyone. Oh, look, big shout out to Brady, Brady Morris, Illawarra Jr. Yeah, well... Bloody Imagine if they were still playing for you. How many trophies would you have? That was also the first time that there's been uh, back-to-back hat-tricks for tries in like uh, consecutive rounds. Yeah, the the last time was was done was was Sammy Redradra. Oh, Redradra, yeah. Um, He had a four and a three. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it is the first time in history that's happened in round one and two. two, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've seen a few of them this year for yeah. round one and two. First things, little thing for you. Last year the Roosters top try scorer 
Brett Morris. Oh, yeah, it was like 12, though. 12 tries. Yeah. Two rounds in, scored, scored six. six. Yeah. Um, between him and Teddy Tedesco, mm. they've scored more points than like half the teams yeah. in the NRL. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nice. Tedesco's got five tries for the year already as well. Yeah. And he's not even winning the try score in Delhi. That's nuts. Um, so, yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, Beaver Menzies and try scoring record could be caught. He's the next one on the list for Brett Morris. What uh, was it? Was it like 180 something? Yeah, I think he needed like 20 for the year or something like yeah. that. So I mean, he's in I'll good tell you what, he has it? this year. Yeah, the way he's playing, he has next. Like, yeah, absolutely. He <laughs> <laughs> could do anything. I'd love for him to knock off Billy Slater. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, all right, last game of the round. Last game. I think this could nearly have been the other game of the, the other round. game of the round. Yeah. If only someone could kick. Jeez. Now, we're not going to talk down the sharks <laughs> for reasons that will become very apparent in the near future. Great performance <coughs> by the sharks. Yeah. Um, they're a team that aren't expected to do a great deal this year. No. By other people They do expect it of themselves mm. Finished top 8 last 2 years They're playing for their coach You can see it Yeah um, Johnny Morris is probably in the most danger Out of all the coaches in the NRL yeah. at the minute They're putting in huge efforts Well he still hasn't been re-signed no. so. Hearing hearing today that They'll take at least the first 6 weeks mm. Just to have a look And see what they're going to do because mm. I think they've got the feelers there for a new coach. Yeah. They want to see what Brett's going to, what Josh Morris is going to offer them first. John, yeah. John Morris. I was going <laughs> to get it eventually. you twins again. Think of the twins again. They could probably coach. They are, mate. <laughs> You'd pick them. Captain coach. They can yeah. play. Um, they're going to give him the first six weeks to sort of see what he's got. Yeah. While the feelers are out, mm. then they'll make a decision halfway through the year. Is that healthy? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, time will tell. It'll hurt them when it comes to retain, retaining players, yeah, and signing contracts. They've mm. got a lot of money that they can. Well, spend I think, this year. I think, and they've also like they've got a lot of respect. That team seems to have a lot of respect for John Morris too. So, yeah, whether or not he stays or goes will be the next thing too. Yeah, but um, yeah, as mate. long as they don't get Flanagan back. Yeah, look, yeah, I would, I wouldn't have thought so, but stranger things have happened. So for some reason, every time a job in the NRL pops up, his name's still at the top mm. of the list. Well, he's if, a, if you're a, if you're an organisation that wants to be taken seriously, you don't hire him. Winning coach though too. Yeah, but he's a drug cheat. Oh, look, I don't don't disagree with you. He's had two bands. Yeah, people are still hire him though. He's been hired as an assistant coach. As an assistant coach, I can understand it. Yeah, because he does know football. Yeah, but I don't think he deserves. The responsibility of having a head coach's job mm. when there are other blokes out there that could do a good job just as good. Yeah. Um, Canberra, they looked flat. They did look flat. At the end of that game. Like oh, I look, said, I think if it had gone five minutes more, they would have lost. Oh. So you think if they had a... Freaking if hope was halfback. Unfortunately, yeah. If, if Townsend had a hit at least one of those conversions. He missed like three or four. Yeah. Oh. Well, he definitely missed the last two, so... Yeah. And they were the ones that counted, so... Yeah. Honestly, looking into his eyes, I don't think he wanted the bar of any of them. Mm. 
Well, it just goes to show like they're really missing Sean Johnson as that that yeah. uh, goal kicker. Um, the former Matt Moylan. There are a couple of opportunities there that he let in the line break. Mm. They run down the. This is right before half time. If you watch it, like a minute to go, he misses the tackle that leads to a line break. Mm. They march down the end. I think Will Kennedy prevents the try, makes a try saving tackle. Yeah, they get back up. Two plays later, Matt Moylan misses the try, which then lets them score the try right before half time. Yeah, that second half, the Sharks are dominant. Mm. It was six all, and then it blows out the twelve six right before half time. Yeah, and all of a sudden you think it's a lot of work, <coughs> mm. but it was because of the mistakes of Matt Moylan that that happened. Mm. Defensively and offensively. For me, he hasn't been offering them too much anyway. Do you think that's a product of him not playing enough? Like, you think the last couple of years, he's played probably, I don't know, 10 games? Oh, he's played enough injury. now. Like, he's been around long oh, enough. Oh, look, he's been around long And enough. he's played enough of late. He's, he hasn't... He played the majority at the end of the season last year. Mm. Had all off-season, like, healthy. Yeah. And now he's come back. And it's defensive issues. It's defensive reads that are let yeah. him down. Not the ability. Yeah. So I think there's an issue there. There's all this talk of Sean Johnson coming back and Moylan going back to one. Mm. Oh, no, not for me. No, neither. Kennedy has cemented well, I mean, that Will's, one spot. Yeah, Will Kennedy's earned that spot. and sort of solidified that spot yeah. for me. Because so. he had some absolute great moments in well, the game. Yeah, he had a couple of line breaks. Yeah, he was outstanding. Yeah. And a couple of really good tackles at the end yeah. there too. Defensively is where it's sort of letting down in the past, yeah. and he has put a bit of weight on over the off season, mm. and um, we had to. Yeah. It's paying off for him, yeah. but, so um, we we'll give him a bit more of a wrap later. <laughs> um, that's it for the. Uh, I only up. have one more question though on that Raiders Sharks game. Go uh, when Jack Whiten went down. Yeah, seemingly got up fine, but they called time off. Yeah. I've got Stop a real issue with that. And if you listen to the commentary from the Sharks, skip up, the Sharks, no, the Sharks skip the back rower. Um, was he 200? No, he's 250th game. Oh, Wade Graham. Wade Graham, yeah. of course. God, you listen to the conversation he has with the ref at the time. Mm. He's 100,000% correct. Yeah. And that that's bullshit and that's milking. Milking, and he also should have gone off if they yep. think it's a head clash it or should a have head been, concussion. He should have had to go off for a concussion. Mm. Exactly it. So, for me, there's one example of a flop on the weekend that was worse than that. And Cherry Evans. No, it was bloody Ryan Pappenhausen. In that game, at the death, when... Oh, when he's getting his ankle Parramatta up. blasting him. Mm. He gets tackled. Mm. He thinks it's a crusher. Mm. He stays down. He gets up. This is in the last like 10 yeah. minutes. He gets up. Two minutes later, the next time he touches the ball, he stays down again. Yeah. He And they were dives. Yeah. Because the clock was stopped. Mm. The refs looked at both of them and goes, nothing there. Mm. So what's he doing? Yeah. Like, they're flops. Um, yeah. I've got no respect for that. If you want to be considered... The number one fullback in the game. Mm. And that's what he's aiming for. Because it's mm. like him and Tedesco all mm. the time. It's all you hear. 
you can't be a flopper. I'm sorry. I've Look, I, I, I wonder sometimes be, whether be or not than that. the trainers out there though too just go just stay down or and we'll just milk this. Yeah, bit. they've coached to it. Yeah, they're coached to it. Of course they are because they know that but, that rule like they they will stop time and they'll be able to get up and in those situations of Pappenhausen. There was no one around him. He wasn't being coached in that. It wasn't like he was injured. Mm. No, like just stay down. We'll be right. Mm. He got hit in a tackle, mm. and was like, "I'm going to stay down here because we need a penalty to get ourselves out I of think trouble." Gutho got caught out though too, as well. Hundred percent, he does. Yeah, <laughs> Gutho does. He's a smart ass. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, he was. I think he was the one getting his ankles strapped up, and he turned to the camera and gave him a bit of a wink. But yeah, yeah, he winked at the camera, yeah. and they were like, "But um, yeah, no, blowing up." But the Pappenhausen one, it was the time of it that yeah. really annoyed. Well, me. and I think the white one as well sort of annoyed me a bit. Yeah. So. Hundred. Look, I think it just stops things. the momentum, and Wade Graham was well within his right to go. He needs to go off. Yeah, but I mean, he can't tell the ref what to do. The ref no, will just exactly. tell him what to do. So yeah, shove it, mate. Anyway, right round three. Okay, looking. Oh, wow. I know we start with an absolute. That loser. is an absolute belter. Yep. Panthers v Storm, both at a dollar ninety. Look, I'm so torn on this. Ah, oh, look. I think if Nathan Cleary plays... You tip Panthers. You go Panthers. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think the Storm will bounce back after their loss this week. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be... Well, you know uh, Bellyache will have him in... Oh, he's going to have doing death runs all week. Them, so, they'll be ready. They'll have a game plan for him. And yeah. You'd like to think they'll be better. Mm. There's a few people... He called a few people out after that loss. Oh, so, so be, it should have. And it is, so it'll be interesting to see how they mm. they respond. They respond to that. Yeah. So I, I um, think it's going to be a really good game. I'm leading Melbourne, um, but it depends Based on the on health. Whether clear or not, yep. clear plays or not. Yeah, because yep. I've got him. At, I've got him fifty fifty, but I'm reckoning he'll play. Yeah, so. I'm pretty much of the same thoughts there. Yep. So uh, Friday night, first game, Who Dragons cares? v Seagulls. Well, you're going to make me watch this on Friday night. I'm not going to make you watch it. <laughs> um, um, I'm going the Sea Eagles on one thing and one thing only. I refuse to pick the Dragons all year. <laughs> so, I don't know. If I'm going to break it, it's probably this week to tell you the Look, truth. I, but I think Seagulls want to prove something. Um, Two it, and like talent. I just think the problem with the Dragons the last five years has been consistency. And whether or not they can just roll on from yeah. that win up in North Queensland. The spine looks like it's gelling. They oh, look, if, they, if they can do they it, could, yeah. they could be okay. and, and this will be a good opportunity to beat Seagulls too. So These are the games that are going to be really important to their season. Well, yeah, and it's going to be close too. I, just, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blowout of any sort of proportion. I just think... They're both on similar sort of quality levels at the minute. Yeah, unfortunately for I think for the I think the the thing that could get the Dragons to win here is Dufty. Yeah, I think the fullback. Um, I think that's where you're going to see the difference between the teams. Yeah, I think you need the halves and that'll balance each other out a little bit in the middle where in that later stage of the game when forwards are going to be tied. Yeah, that's Dufty when, speed. You yeah, can't beat it. That's it. Um. Oh God, we're here. So I'll go. I'll go dragons just because they're on a roll and they got me a tip last week. I'm going to say the Sea Eagles just on principle. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's arrived. Everybody's favorite week of the year. Oh, yeah. Rabbits, chooks. 
This is going to be a big game. Oh. I, I Look, you can't go past the Roosters at the minute. No, you can't. We're so good. And I think <laughs> I think the thing is, too, the Rabbitohs forwards, I just don't have any faith in their forwards. Um, yeah. I think back line, fine, yeah. Yeah. They can, the they halves. Can, the halves. I mean, the whole spine. The trail, it's yeah. all looking good, yeah. But... um. <clears throat> they go forward within their within their forwards and second rows. I just don't think is there at the minute. They look their best when Arrows comes off the bench. Yeah, and more reports he's going to keep coming off the bench because mm. it's the other players that need to fix what they're doing, yeah. not him. Um, so I understand what Wayne's saying there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the battle in the middle is where it's going to be won and lost for me. Yeah, I think so. I think the halves will take care of themselves. Yeah. The ones are very similar. Um, the outside backs are very similar. Yeah. I think defensively, I think the Chooks have got an upper hand. Yeah. And I think the middle, the Chooks have an upper hand. Mm. So I'm back in the Chooks. Obviously, mm. I hope we win by 100. I think it'll be closer than that. Though. I think it's going to be closer than yeah. that. Yeah. You never know. We thought the last game of the regular season was going to be closer than that, and they beat us by a bloody 80. So yeah, true. Whatever it was, it was freaking, I went to bed. <laughs> um, so yeah Left Going to be a cracker of game yeah. I might even throw a party Just to celebrate We'll <laughs> see what happens um, First game so on Saturday Raiders v Warriors In yeah. Canberra It's going to be a walk in the park here For the Raiders I think Yeah I know I they had so. a tough A close game on the weekend But Honestly I think they'll be back Sticky will be into Would have been into them During the week Oh and I Immensely think They'll have a plan for Canberra. Yeah. They'll look to go through the middle. That's the way mm. you've got to play the Warriors. You've got to go through the middle. Mm. Well, that's um, how they won their first and game. And it suits Canberra yeah. to do that. So well, it's going to be a be, great it's be battle. It's cold down there too. It's always cold in Canberra. Cold and wet. Yeah. But it was cold and wet in Newcastle this week too. Mm. So it's cold and wet everywhere in the state of New South Wales in the minute. True. Um, now I'm going to Canberra. Canberra yeah, roll no, I think that. I'm going to Canberra. Pretty pretty oh, comfortably. God, this is going to be a belter of a game. I want I want the Warriors to do all right, but yeah, I think just when you come up against quality teams early on, it's going to be tough. Yeah, Back especially when the Raiders had a scare. Yeah, so um, this is going to be a belter of a game. Favorites the Broncos at a dollar seventy <coughs> against the mm. two dollars fifteen Bulldogs. Yeah, look, being in Suncorp. I just don't know. I just <laughs> because I don't think. <laughs> Can I pick neither? Yeah, pick a draw. Can I just take half a point? Yeah. Not pick. <laughs> not pick either them. side. Um, I actually really don't know. I'm so stuck on it. Mm. The I mean, Broncos, after the Broncos should win. Yeah, the Ford pack of the Bulldogs has been absolutely mm. terrible. Yeah, um, like not even. Close to what they should be. It's a reserve mm. grade front row. Like Is Jeremy back. Marshall King back this week? I don't think so. I thought he was back soon. He might be. But he could but be very, very big for the Bulldogs out of dummy half. Yeah, but... Oh, God. They've got more issues than just... They need to get on the front foot. So, yeah, yeah maybe you're right. Mm. Um, let's just move on, can we? Is that I'm just the, looking at... Dallin Botany's the Lesniak's out this week. He's still suspended. Yeah. Uh, Corey Oates is back in. Corey Pakes is back in. Yeah. Tom Dearden is in. 
He's in. Is, is he in the squad? He's in the squad, but not yeah. in the lineup. Yeah, no, I'm hearing that he still won't play. Mm. So I think he's been in the squad for the first few yeah, rounds. Still in, but re- listed in reserves. Yeah. But, I um, don't think he'll play. Mm. If he plays, I pick him. Mm. There's your tip. Yeah, if he knew for sure. If he plays, they win. Mm. I think Kevy Walters, though, I think he's got that sort of same mentality that um, Mel Meninga had when he was coaching Origin. It's sort of pick and stick. But they trained Dearden at seven mm. all off-season. Well, so they did the same for Croft, though, too. No, they were so facing off against each other. Yeah, but Dearden was the prime seven all off-season. Mm. And then a few weeks before the season started, they said Croft's got it. Mm. But Dearden trained at seven all off-season. Mm. I don't know what happened for him to be out of favour. Well, it's when he went up and saw Todd Payton. If so. you're not going to see other clubs, but mm. you're not taking yourself seriously yeah. as a profession. So mm. you can't. That's just spiteful if that's mm. the reason. Um, this will be a good game. Parramatta v Cronulla. Yeah, did you pick anyone out of that last game? Uh, I didn't want to. Um, yeah, I picked the Broncos if Dearden plays. And I'll pick the Bulldogs if Marshall King plays. Yeah, right, okay. How does that sound? Doesn't sound too bad. If they both play, I'll pick the Broncos. Well, Jerry Marshall's King's listed as hooker at the minute, so well, he's a better chance. Yeah. I don't want to pick. Yeah, the look, Bulldogs. I don't want to pick either of them. I'll probably just go. <laughs> I'll just probably go Broncos because they're at home. Yep, I'm probably leaning the same way. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting into some better footy. Seven thirty Saturday night. Parramatta Eels versus the Sharks. I think Parramatta will win this, and I think they'll win it easy. But I, I think, think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be closer than people think. Yeah. Based on a few how good the performances. I know I know Paramount is in like a red hot form. Yep. Um but yeah, look it could go either way, but I, I think Paramount will win it. Paramount will probably win, yeah. I think it'll, but I think it'll be a good game. I honestly do. Yeah. So um Well I think just the way Moses is playing and then you think the way their forwards are running the ball up the middle. And, like, Sharks have been struggling with that too. So Through the middle. Yeah. Um, big game for Toby, Toby Rudolph. Yeah. He's going to have to step up. He's almost leading that pack now. So Yeah. Um, Woods needs to step up. He's been playing some good footy. But those big boys from yeah. um, from Cronulla. Well, especially when they don't have someone like... I know Fafita hasn't been in good form over the last couple of years, but when you don't have that sort of impact... Yeah, well, they could have him because mm. he's fit. Yeah. They're just not picking him because he's shit. Mm. So, <laughs> I did for me for that to rhyme. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fair call, mm. but um, it's an interesting call also. Yeah. If he's going to play, it's a weekend like this where they know yeah. that Parramatta are going to try and go through the middle. Mm. It's also a big week for the wingers of um, Cronulla. Because mm. they're going to look to go to the edges. Well, they're going to have to keep out Sevo, yeah. who's just a rampant bloody steam train at the minute. I might we might look for some infights. So the player that's playing against Sevo, <laughs> of what you think of all week, no, well, he, he'll, he'll, be, up he'll be in the middle though. <laughs> not, oh, not, in, not out. Of I'm the not week. coming out, you buddy. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, no, Tedesco probably had the same thought last year, and he, he got, got knocked, knocked in the next week. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going Parramatta. Yeah, Parramatta, pretty easy, I think. Yeah. Um, now that now that I've analysed all the all the things, that I think they'll probably do it pretty easy now. Yeah, now you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it properly. <laughs> um, 
First game on Sunday. 4pm Sunday. Newcastle Knights. West Tigers. McDonald Jones Stadium. Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, I think. Newcastle by 30. <laughs> I don't know about 30, but... Uh, they've got a few big ins back in this week. Kurt Mann. Uh, Pasami Solo. You know, like... Yeah. Big ins. Big and ins. they're playing for a big reason. Mitch Pierce's... I know that a lot of the teams don't like him these 300? days. 300? 300 for Mitch Pierce. So... Youngest player ever played 200. Yeah. He was. So, huge effort for him to still be going. And Seems like the second in a while to get the 300 then. Yeah. He's still pretty young. Yeah. I mean, he had those... They reckon that he could do four. Four more years. 400. 400? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. If anyone, they reckon, is going to challenge the... Um, Cameron Smith record, it's at the minute playing, it's Piercy. Mm. So it'll be interesting if he can stay fit. Yeah. Should a couple oh, more look, seasons left in it. Yeah. It might not be at Newcastle, but I think a team would pick him up. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I think uh, pretty self explanatory. The Knights versus Tigers. The Knights are going to look to go straight through the middle. Yep. Where the Tigers are weak. Which is and if the perfect spot when you've got Sofidi, Clemmer. So the other Safidi brother. So if Den- Safidi. Daniel could have about 10 tries this weekend. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one in the middle of the Tigers wants to make a tackle. That's it. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Mm. Um, but yeah, Newcastle are going to do this easy. And Jaden Braley's looking good at hooker for Wouldn't the night as well. Is he so, co-captain? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah, with Safidi. Yep. So that's um, good on him. Which is a good good shout. Yeah, great shout. Um, yeah, just... Don't even need to talk about the Tigers anymore. Like they are woeful. They're, they're rubbish. Um, and that's coming from a Dragon supporter, so. Um, now, this this would be this next game, Sunday, the last game, Sunday afternoon, 6 p.m. Uh, it's up in Townsville. And this would be for the number one team in Queensland. Because mm. the Broncos will last, surely. Mm. Um, Titans, Cowboys, um, Titans are big favourites in this. Yeah, I'm tip Titans. I just Cowboys did not what they were supposed to do last week. The spine didn't control the game. The Titans spine will control the game. Mm. The Titans forward pack will dominate this game, Mm. and the Cowboys forward pack won't have any answers. Yeah, that's simple enough. Without Tamalolo there, they've got they've got nothing to. Well, no one's willing to step up like we talked about earlier. In terms of um, we. Saw Todd Payton come out last week, a week yep. before, rip into Jason Talmalolo yep. uh, about his um, about his form and like what he does in defense. I think uh, it's, yeah, good call. I don't think it's fair. Yeah, in all fairness, I don't think it's fair. The reason why he doesn't do so doing much in defense is because the guy runs for three hundred and fifty meters every yeah. week. Yeah. Now, the <coughs> reason why he does that. It's because they need him to. Yeah. And you can't have both. Mm. You can't have someone that's going to make 50 tackles mm. and give you 300 200 plus, meters, 200 yeah. meters every game. Yeah. Like, it's not... A, if he's missing tackles and falling off tackles, then yes. Yeah. But he can... He holds his own in defense. He probably doesn't set line speeds. No. And he probably doesn't organize the defensive line. But that's not his job. His job should be to make his tackles, get through his work, and then when he gets his ball in his hand, dominate. Yeah. And if he wants him to be dominant in defense, 
then he needs to take a little bit of pressure off him in offense and get somebody else that's willing to carry the ball. Mm. I think that was his plan, though. Because well, I think Todd Payton's smart enough that he's... I reckon he's probably pulled Taumalolo aside before that press conference and gone, I'm going to rip you. But this is for the betterment of the team, and I think... I think this guy, who was an interim coach last year, Mm. he's two games into his NRL career as a head coach, Mm. and they've got a player on $10 million over 10 years, and you want to call him out second game Mm. when he's been the most dominant forward in the NRL? No. But I'm with you. I know what you're saying. He's basing it on defense, not his offense. I so know, but I still don't. I still don't reckon it's. I right. think he's trying to set a precedent for. I think those he is young, too. Those younger forwards. I think he is too, but I think round two, don't call out your skipper in a press yeah. conference. Do it in the change room. Mm. Like, you only get a couple of these mm. a year, opportunities to do that. Yeah, and he's wasted one round two, mm. on his best player. I think it was actually round one. Uh, yeah, it was round one. It was round one. Yeah. He's come out and already criticised. Yeah, because he's, he's been, been the coach of this bloke. Yeah. He's been the coach of this bloke for one game. Mm. He's been the best forward in the NRL for three, for five years. Mm. So I think it's unfair. I think it's unjust. I think it's unfounded. But that's just my personal opinion. Mm. Oh, look, I think if you're going to call anyone out, you call out the skipper too. So. Yeah, he's been terrible. Yeah. Morgan. Yeah. Oh, well, it is Tamalolo. Yeah, it is Tamalolo. Yeah, but Morgan's been terrible as well. Yeah. And he needs to call him out, so. Yeah. Um, so who are you going in that? Titans? Yeah, Titans. Titans. Titans yeah. pretty easily, I think. Yep. They'll, they'll be bouncing off that last week, like that win over Broncos last week, and just rolling forward. I wouldn't be surprised if they hit hit up a couple of more wins in a row. Yeah. Because um, I think was it? Oh, I mean, they've got the Raiders the following week, but but you know what I mean. They'll yeah, they'll yeah. continue on with that momentum and players like Tino Fa'asuamala, Suamali, and then like David Fafita as well. They're good enough players that they all just keep that momentum going. Yeah. And if they keep their momentum going, it's going to be easy for the, the, the halves to do their job too. So yeah. very good. So that's our wrap-up of the NRL. Sure is. Um, I want to backtrack really quick. Yep. Something I forgot I wanted to talk about mm. when we are talking about the UFC. Okay. And I want to just double back. So I'm going to read out some figures. Yep. These are American figures, mm-hmm. but they're pretty close to the Australian, Australian yep. figures. Okay. <coughs> so to buy the UFC Fight Pass... Mm-hmm. It's ten bucks a month. Yep. ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. six bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, USC Pay Per View. There's sixteen events a year. Mm-hmm. There's seventy bucks each. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, so that makes the price per year. If you want to watch every fight of the UFC, how much do you think it's going to cost you? Oh, nearly over a grand, surely. Twelve hundred and thirty bucks. And they wonder why the UFC's got a streaming issue. Mm. Why a piracy issue. Mm. Like, they've got to look at that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if you're a genuine UFC fan, you're going to spend only 1300 mm. bucks on UFC mm. a year. I suppose it just sort of... Yeah, look. I think that's why some of these 
latest cards have been really big, like main events. Yeah. So like there'll be a couple of title fights in there because they need to get as many pay per views as they can out of it. Well, they need by their contract to do sixteen a year. Yeah. Sixteen pay per views a year. Mm. So that's all they're doing. It's a bit over one a month. Mm. Like it's not. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah, no, it's like many, at least like, one a month, yeah. Yeah, so, but that's a lot of money. Oh, it's a, it's a shit ton. Like, that's a tremendous amount. Especially when they're all, like, so ESPN might not show some of the other fights that are being streamed. You've got to have UFC everything. You've got to have a few different yeah. ways. You've got to have ESPN, and you've got to have Fight Pass, mm. and then you've got to get the odd main event. Mm. It's, it's ridiculous. So. Which isn't bad if you've got, like, a few mates over and, Doing stuff like that, but yeah, you know, like you don't want to be doing that every time either. So no, you you do not. All right, now because it's just the two of us. Yep, we don't normally do a trivia when it's a two. Mm-hmm. We don't do hot sauce when it's a two, correct? No. And we're still not doing that today. No. <laughs> just say is no, um, but we are going to go for a title fight. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm calling him out. We're going to have a competition for the undisputed Australian sports trivia champion. Righto. All right. So I have three questions. Yep. Do you have three questions? Nope. Well, can you find three questions? Three. three I've actually, actually, I've got two. I've got two FDs at once. Well, mate. Yeah, okay. All right. So... First one, whoever has the most out of the six. Sound good? I thought you just said you had two. Well, I can find a third one. I've probably got a third one here, actually. I saved them through the weekend. So I've got plenty. Um, you saw it? Can't wait. Yeah, you should be at You sprung it on me, mate. Oh, You've come on, mate. Me. Come on. Got to be better than this. <coughs> Just trying to find my spare trivia I'm questions. I'm just trying to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Done. This All right. So, my questions for this week are going to be in the topic of cricket, Australian cricket. Yeah, okay. Um, I've got two Australian cricket questions. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to come up with a third, okay. which will be... Oh, actually, I've got three. Sorry, I have three. Uh, the other one's rugby league. Okay. All right. So, two cricket, one international, one state, and then our real question. Okay. All right. You go, I don't have any questions. I'm going to ask you the first question. Even if you just... Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Who was the first person in Test cricket history to score back-to-back 150s in the same Test? Hint: He was an Australian. Yeah, yeah. Said that. Oh, sorry, I did. Um, The anniversary of this happened today. Well, I know. The Don scored back-to-back hundreds. Yeah. But I'm wondering whether or not... 
back to back 150s. Back this to back 150s. 150s. This See, is, this that's, is tough, yeah, yeah, it's tougher, isn't it? Because I know Phil Hughes did it on his debut. He did. And we usually play South Africa at this sort of time of the year. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Phil Hughes. Oh. Wrong. Okay. It was Alan Border. Okay. Against Pakistan. Oh. I was going to offer you a double or nothing, but I'm glad I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that, you bastard. Gotcha. No, yeah, anniversary that was today. Um, all right. State cricket. Yep. Okay. New South Wales got bowled out for its lowest total ever this week. Yep. In Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Name of the top five teams. So we go. New South Wales go to four. Mm-hmm. Name the opponent. Of the other five, other four games. So, so hint, opponent, not the pe- not, not the, the ones team. that are in there. Nah. Oh, South shit. Australia are one and two. Yeah, I know. Victoria are three and five. Who were they playing when this happened? It's the same opponent for all of them. Oh, is it? Yeah. New South Wales. Sure is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute the, the dominant force, and they knocked <coughs> they knocked their like another New South Wales victory out of the wow. top five. Just that's how shit everyone else. That was that me. was a, that, yeah. That, that twenty seven lowest totals in order. Twenty seven South Australia so versus that's in nineteen fifty five. Yeah. Um, twenty nine in two thousand and four. Yeah. that would have been a red hot. That would have been like a Steve War Mark War. Brett Lee, yeah, Glenn McGrath, yeah. Stuart McGill. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. Bowled him out for 29. Um, we, they bowled Victoria out for 31. 31 yeah. And Victoria again for 35. Yeah. Um, they were both like early 1900. Mm. So, um, yeah, outstanding. That's nuts. All right, so you won from two. Yep. All right, do you want the third one now or are you good? Yeah. Give me the third one. Right. So if, if I get this one, it means that I win. Well, you're two from three. I'd have to go three from three to be perfect. No, but it would mean that I'd won the majority. Yeah, you would. You would. All right. So. We're going NRL. Okay. Now, we're going to go rooster-based. Oh, surprise. I just had this set up surprise, earlier. Surprise, surprise. All right. This is a hard one. I'm not yeah. going to admit this. I'm going to admit this. The roosters... They've been around. Only Foundation Club, truly true Foundation Club, play every season. Yeah. All right. Who have the Roosters beaten the most amount of times? Who have we got our most amount of wins against? Just trying to think of. They're a Sydney team. Mm. I want to say Canterbury Bankstown. Ooh. Close, but no cigar. Damn. Uh, North Sydney, mate. Oh, and now feeder team. Yeah. Fucking hell. We beat them 124 times. Mm. We beat them. Um, I was hoping it was South. That's what yeah. I wanted it to be. But well, I thought it was, too, it was too obvious for, them, for it to be South. And I was yeah. like, I was just trying to think of some of the other foundation clubs. Like, yeah. And Canterbury's uh, been around for a long time. So. North Sydney. Yeah. So sorry, mate. 
You should have said you should have stipulated whether or not it's a current NRL club. Oh, I could have. You didn't ask for a tipper. Oh, mate. All right. Well, I didn't think you were going to stooge me like that, mate. I'm going. You, you were one from. That's all right. You yeah. should have got that. I would have got that. Dave wouldn't have got that. Dave would not have got that. <laughs> right, what do you got? You're one from three. Oh, I said I've got nothing, mate. You're nothing. Yeah, I told oh, you that. Why win your shit? Well, you can't just bloody stooge me, spring it on me. Well, you got no sports trivia questions at all. No, not at the minute. You're useless. Not when you changed it to Australian sports trivia. I'll go world. I'll, it's no, all right. No, it's right. I'll, I'll bring you some next week. Throw them at me. No, I'll bring Come some on. next week, mate. Come on, chump. I'll bring some next week. I'm pretty good. Yeah. You got a world sports one for me? Just throw one at me to see if I know it. Oh, jeez. Muhammad Ali. Who has won more Formula One races, Daniel Ricciardo or Mark Webber? Oh. Webber. Yep. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Nine to seven. So, I didn't think Webber. I didn't think Ricardo had won that many. I didn't think Webber had won that many. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were talking there was like that, I think threes it was that, and fives. That, that year that... He won a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Or that he was like running second to Vettel. Should have had one more. Vettel had him beat a dirty cheat. Cheat prick. <laughs> um... Which country has won every Rugby World Cup final it has appeared in and which one has lost every final that they've appeared in? So there's two countries. So every final that they've appeared in, they've yeah. won. And then every final they've appeared in, they've Every lost. final that they've won that they've appeared in would be South Africa. Mm-hmm. And every final that they've lost that they've been in, is that the other one? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Have a one of World Cup, so I'm gonna go France. Mate, you two from two. You're on go. I mean that was that was right in your wheelhouse too. Yeah, if I don't get those ones right yeah. on something wrong. Yeah. Um let's, nah, let's, just, go, let's go one more, one more. One more. I'm on fire. Who are the two Australians to defeat Roger Federer in a Grand Slam tournament? Oh now we might have got this question the other day at um at pub trivia, we we not we this exact question. We had one. We got one, and yeah. that'd be the scud, Mark Philippousis. And your other one. Now, I, when we did the trivia, we got that question wrong. Mm. I had Leighton. Yeah. Is it Leighton or is it Pat Rafter? Are you looking in? Do 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 do. It's probably neither. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Rafter. Okay, so you're half correct. Oh, so the Scud hadn't beaten Roger in. Oh, he hadn't. Grin. No, I thought that was what, what we talked about. No, so it was Leighton and Pat. No, it was who played. Oh, who played Roger Federer? Oh, Leighton yeah. and Pat. No, oh, who was it? So it's John Millman has beaten oh, Roger son. Federer and Pat Rafter. Yeah, so that's where you got the half. It's two and a half out of three. Two and a half, not bad. Two and a half out of three. Not not yeah. bad when the the trivia is a bit more general than. Well, who who the Roosters beaten in? That's a general. Times? That's an Australian sport. Yeah, true, general question. Shit, mate. Fuck it. Doing <laughs> you, mate. Nah, awesome. Excellent. Great pod this Great week. Great pod this week. Um, if we don't say so ourselves. 
Yeah, well, I think I we mean, crushed it. We carry it every time. Yeah, we do. Every even when even when they're here, they're not yeah. really present. Oh, are they? Like. Talking up E League, but that's neither here here nor there. No. No, good Excellent. way to finish. Thanks Great for listening. Pod. Thank you very much. Stay tuned. Big interviews coming up. We're changing it up. Um, stay very, very tuned. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>